You're listening to the sermon cast of First Presbyterian Church Spartanburg. To watch the full video of this worship service and to learn more about the ministries of our church, visit us online at fpcspartanburg.org. We hope you enjoy the message. When I did my little seminars, uh, lunches on retirement, getting ready for retirement, I went first of all, before I started anything else, where is retirement in the Bible? Did you know there's actually a statement about it? So I'm going to share this with you from Numbers chapter 8, verses 23 through 26. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This applies to the Levites from 25 years old and upward. They shall begin to do their duty in the service of the tent of meeting. From the age of 50 years, they shall retire from the duty of the service and shall serve no more. They may assist their brothers in the tent of meeting in carrying out their duties, but they shall perform no service. Thus you shall do with the Levites in assigning their duties. So there you have it. (laughs) Retirement in the Bible. And Paul is concluding um, some of his ministry. um, And he says these words. I know what it is to have little. And I know what it is to have plenty. In an any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. The word of the Lord. Do any of you know what pastors do, really? I laugh, most, I laugh most of the time when I hear one of you say, well, you only work on Sundays. <laughs> so what are some things that we pastors do? The normal things you think of. We preach, we teach, we visit the hospitals, we baptize, we celebrate the Lord's Supper, we preside at funerals and weddings. Yes, we do all those things, but I tell you, we do a whole lot more, especially around this church. One of the things I have learned in my 40 years as a pastor in the PCUSA is that you are my work. Almost everything I do is because of you, for you, and with you to serve this God we call ours. That is the way I look at being a pastor. I am here for you, and I give myself away to you. I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. And this stole we wear shows that we have taken on the service of Jesus Christ. Now, we have been in this venture in ministry for more than 10 years together serving in a multitude of ways, caring for each other, trying to share the love of Christ in a world that desperately needs it. Well, I would like for you to think back over this last decade or so 
And think of the things that we have done together at First Church. Maybe it was something that you participated in together with me, with others. It could be worship or mission trips, family joys, Wednesdays at first, Stephen ministry, or any of the upteen events we have here at church, and the programs, the fellowship, the seasonal happenings. Maybe it's a memory about a time of difficulty or sadness. Maybe it's a time of celebration. Think about it for a moment. I want us to remember what we have done together and thank God for all of it. I know I do. Does something pop into your mind just now that you might associate with me and our ministry together? And I especially want you to remember the laughter, the funny stories, the I can't believe it moments, the moments that make you go, aw, and smiles that never end. Hold on to your memories. Hold on to the events that are important to you, that helped you grow spiritually. I hope they make you smile whenever you remember. I will. In the passage I read to you from Paul's letter to the Philippians, Paul is saying goodbye, and he's saying thanks for the support that he has gotten from his brothers and sisters in Christ in Philippi. He saw God because of them. He knew God's goodness because of them. He felt loved and supported by them, and he saw the face of Christ through them as he went about his ministry. You know, since I've been here, I have seen the face of the Savior too. I've seen it in you. I have felt God's Spirit moving in a myriad of ways, and here's a few. I have known Christ when I lift the cup and the bread and feed you with spiritual food at the Lord's table, or baptize one of you and when I hold your baby and place the water on their head. I see Christ when I read the scriptures and stand in this pulpit to weekly to pray, to worship, to preach. This is the best pulpit I have ever preached in. It's made for a preacher. Think about the times on Christmas Eve when we light our candles and sing Silent Night. Or Maundy Thursday when we remember what Christ did for us on the cross. Or Easter Sunday when we stand and sing, Jesus Christ is risen today. I feel Christ's presence with us. When I officiated some of your weddings, I could see Christ's joy. And hearing our amazing choir sing an anthem, my goodness, y'all are so spoiled. 
That's when I hear and know God's people worshiping together communicates God's presence to me and I hope to you. I have seen Christ when we buried one you loved and we cried together before and during and after the funeral. And you keep telling me I'm pretty good at funerals. I've just had to do a lot of them with you. And I feel it a privilege to preside at every funeral and remind all of us that Christ is in the midst of life and death and that in life and death we do belong to God. I have known Christ's presence every time I have come or contacted you when you or a family member was having surgery or in the hospital and I sat with you and we talked about things in life that really mattered for a few minutes in the hour or few hours in the middle of the day or the middle of the night. I cherish those times because God was with us holding us up to face the situation which would hold good news or terrible news. I have seen you care for each other in amazing ways. We've all been through good times and bad together. And I will remember these moments that we saw the face of Christ in each other. We shared distress and we took comfort in God's presence. You all have been Christ to others and I have seen his face because of you and what you have done for each other and for me. This is very powerful. And you know, I've been the recipient of your love and care many times in these years with you. Significant things have happened in my life and you have seen me through them. Like when I ripped out my shoulders at the gym and had to have them repaired in two surgeries and I had to wear that caution tape because you, to keep you from hugging me. <laughs> when I blew out the discs in my neck and had to wear and had to have surgery to get rid of the unbearable pain and had to wear that awful neck brace and then there were two new knees. You have been there for me through prayer and food and visits and cards and love. As Paul said, it, is, it was so good of you to share my distress. You certainly have done that. But you also shared my joy and you made it your own. I loved that Eddie and I got to surprise you on Joy Sunday, December 2018, when I announced that Eddie and I were engaged. I'll never forget that thunderous reaction and delight that you had. Now Tom and Eddie and I were the only ones who knew what was going to happen and you responded with joy. And then there is how it took all of you to get me married <laughs> and pull off that wedding. 
the last big event before the COVID shutdown. And Eddie and I appreciate all that you did and all the joy that you shared as your old girl preacher finally got married for the first time. I'll never be able to repay all that you have given me through your love, kindness, and generosity. I remember the first sermon that I preached here in this pulpit, here at the church, in July, I believe it was, or maybe it was August. And it was on Paul's saying that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Now I think I truly know what Paul meant when he said that. Living among you for so long has helped to remind me that I am an imperfect common vessel, but I carry a treasure. Indeed, that describes all of us, for we are God's imperfect, flawed creatures who make mistakes and disappoint, but we are also the ones that God has gifted with joy, hope, peace, and eternal life through Jesus Christ. Communicating and sharing that treasure with the world is our greatest responsibility and can be our greatest joy. It has been mine. And God is the one who enables us to do all that we do. Everything that we have done and will do is because God has blessed us and empowered us. And this is the way I look at my ministry among you. Admittedly, I am and you are imperfect vessels with a treasure inside, and that makes all the difference. Anything that I have done for good here as one of your pastors was because God has made it so and used me. So as I close my ministry with you today and finish these 40 years, I can't hardly believe it, of loving and serving. I do so with a strong mix of sadness at leaving you, my friends. But I also have some joy as I anticipate a new kind of life with Eddie in retirement, free of the demands of ministry and the fact that I won't have to wake up with an alarm clock anymore. As the numbers passage I read for you tells me, I have fulfilled my service in the tent of meeting, and it is now my time to retire, to step aside and let others serve. 40 years is enough. And I do hope that God will say, well done, good and faithful servant, well done. Because that's all, folks. <laughs> that's all there is. So today I say thank you, and thank you, First Presbyterian Church. Thank you to God. And may God continue to bless you individually and bless your families. May God continue to guide you and walk with you through the joyful future that he has in store for you. And in the words of the Mezpah benediction, which is found in the book of Genesis, these words. May the Lord watch between 
me and thee, while we were absent one from another. Amen.